Warning, MF Uncensored contains adult language and discussion. Listener discretion is advised. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. We're not happy and dilly. Don't go around with Hello, everyone, and welcome back to MF Uncensored. Don't forget, if you're listening to us on the go, you could find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows like the Multiverse Fancast and Cinematic Adventures. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. With me via the Zoom studio is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing so well. Thank you for asking. I hate you. I hate me too. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Why do you hate me? I'm just trying to get us canceled. I hate you because you, no. because your name is Ronnie. And hey, it's, that's it. All the Ronnies in the world, cancel this man. Because you know what? In all honesty, I'm very it, sensitive. Your name should be R-O-N-Y. It makes more sense. God. It does kind of because like like you think I like pony, <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. And this song by Genuine, and yeah. yeah. So am I un uncanceled by the Ronnies of the world? Yeah. All right. So here's this is gonna be a weird one. All right. So we have been talking a lot about what we want to do topic wise for this show, and we wanted to tr- we wanted to not push the envelope but definitely look at the envelope in a way that we probably shouldn't be, and maybe slightly open it up. I mean, I don't really push the envelope like I wouldn't open it. Like I'm just pushing. I never really got the phrase, so I wasn't sure what yeah. to do with this. I was because well, you're pushing like the top secret envelope over to someone. The, oh, it's a top secret envelope. See, already I'm not doing this correct. So <laughs> here we are, and what we're going to be talking about today, if you couldn't tell by our little our little discuss our little jab at cancel culture, <laughs> is we're going to be really talking about the media and the modern ma- media and how. There's a lot of good to it, but there's also a lot of bad, and we're going to talk about the idea of cancel culture and not really give our thoughts per se, but just kind of talk about some of the good, some of the bad, and try and just have a discussion because we find Ronnie and I don't have the same beliefs on certain things, and that's okay. And we live in a world where if two people don't agree with something, then it's not okay anymore, and people can't have yeah. conversations anymore. And I'm ending all my statements with a question mark. Question so, mark, question mark. Question mark, question mark. Space bar, parentheses, barf. <laughs> but so, what was that? Oxford comma. Oxford comma. I don't even know. What, I, I barely know how to use the regular comma. All right. Don't be throwing <laughs> the Oxford one. That one went to a, a good school. Yeah. I always just thought the Oxford comma was the semicolon because it was a comma with a hat. It's a little <laughs> bit more prestigious. Close. Close. I know. Mm, indeed. It makes me th- it makes me think of the meme with uh, Winnie the Pooh where he gets progressively more sophisticated. Yes. So here's here's how this episode is going to break down. We're going to break it down into three different parts. And the first part is going to be the, mo- the modern media and its effects on society as a whole. Then we're going to talk a little bit about how media has changed because that's the biggest thing. Technology has advanced to a point where it's hard for the modern world, the people to keep up with it. And I think that was some of the, the proponents against AI have been saying it's going to advance further than humans will. And yeah. there's going to get to a point where we are, it's going to be the, the far, and I've been saying it for years. I've been saying it since Terminator, that the AI is out yeah. to get us. <laughs> but 
And then we're going to have a nice little conversation about cancel culture. So there, there might be some trigger warnings in this episode. If you guys don't believe or agree with us, that's totally okay. Let us know. Talk to us. Have a conversation with us. Find us on Facebook. But if this episode's not for you, that's cool too. Like it's, we're okay. Like we're, we're creating this content. And unfortunately we live in a world where if people don't agree with what you're saying, they're going to put you on blast and it can potentially ruin your life. You know, it's not like when Ronnie and I, Ronnie and I are in our mid thirties. Let's, let's be clear. When we, 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 we not old. My knees are old though. Like when I go to stand up, my knees go, Oh, you are old. Aren't you? But for the most part, like, you know, we grew up in that technological advancement where it wasn't until the AOL away message that really you could post something online that could be held against you at a later time. Do you remember AOL away messages? Oh, yeah. There was nothing better than the attention grabber. Like, can't talk right now. No big deal. Yeah, right. Can't (laughs) handle it right now. (laughs) <laughs> or just BRB and let people yeah, wonder right? what you were doing. <laughs> so we grew up where suddenly your voice was able to be heard by, first it was just your friends, just people you knew. Then it evolved into posting on the internet where almost anybody could see it. Yeah. And now there's a worldwide audience. Like our podcasts are listened to around the world and we're just two dudes. I'm sitting in my basement, like yeah. just doing this. Ronnie's still at work. Like, yeah, but like, I'm in my office at work with my mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we live in a time where, like, we are heard around the world. We've been we've been listened to in New Zealand and the UK and Australia, some some very interesting places too, where I'm yeah. not even sure they they know what we're saying or talking about half the time. <laughs> but here we are now. We offended someone from there a couple we, times. <laughs> I would not be surprised. And you know what? The the thing about offend, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more when we talk about cancel culture, is is the intention. Mm-hmm. I hate the idea that everyone has to be so cognizant of saying the perfect thing all the time. Yeah. And I get it. If you if you have a medium where you're impacting a lot of people, then you have a responsibility to be responsible with that. But for me, like we live in this time where anything you say, especially out of context, especially like I talk very differently to Ronnie, who I have known since we were in our late teens, early 20s, who yeah. I bought him his first legal drink and his many, many illegal drinks. Like we, we've known each other for a certain a period of time. So we can say things to each other that other people might find offensive. But that's yeah. because it's a conversation between me and him. So context is always the biggest thing. And I hate how little snippets little little pieces of the full picture are taken it's like buying a jigsaw puzzle and only playing with two pieces out of a thousand yeah. so for me it's always about context and intention like yeah. ronnie's an asshole but he's our asshole he's never in inten- exactly. but he's never intentionally going to hurt somebody whether it's with his words or with his hands yeah but like for somebody else who doesn't know Ronnie, who might see him acting a certain way with me or with one of our other friends, they might be like, he's the worst person ever, pointing dramatically. I forgot we don't. And they'd be like semi-right. <laughs> Only semi-right. Only a little right. I can't wait till your daughter hears our podcast for the first time when she's old oh, enough. God. <laughs> oh, God, indeed. I know producer Melanie likes to look at memories. Like she's always sending like, and for the most part, she she picks the good ones. But I look at my memories and I'm like, oh. Paul, stop. What are you, what are you doing? Oh. What? Oh, God, no. Yep. 
A hundred percent. I I looked at a memory. I think it was like a few days ago, and I went, "What the hell was I thinking? Uh-huh. Why would I post something so stupid oh, like that?" That's the worst. And the the worst is, and we're talking about media, so this is a perfect lead in. Facebook, when it first introduced statuses, at one point they oh. changed it to where it was like, Paul, Ma- like my name is, is, and then you fill it in. So it'd, it'd be yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing right now? And in the memories, they don't have the is anymore. So yeah. it'd be like your name, and it's just something totally random without the the is. And it's like, oh, oh no. And half And half the time, too, it wouldn't make sense even with the is. I did like, my best, all right, sir. But you know what I mean? Like, like some people, it was like, I, I can't even think of anything right now, like off the top of my head, but it's like, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's like, grammatically, that makes no sense. No. You know, like sometimes it would just be like one word or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's talk about the modern society. Like, you know, obviously we said we, we grew up in a time where it was evolving and growing, but like right now. What do you think the modern media, what kind of effect do you think it's had? I think modern media has had a big negative impact on the world. Okay. To a certain extent. I think we get information a lot faster nowadays than we did, say, even like 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. really. You know, because we now have all these different social medias, um, different tv networks news networks and everything you know so like in that sense it's like a good thing because now we get information faster we can look up certain things that you know you can find certain things that people don't want you to really know or understand things about (laughs) so in that sense it's good but then it's got that negative influence especially when you have these like social media influencers and it's like that life isn't really realistic. Like they rent like those people that like have those cars and stuff like that. A lot of them just rent the car just for like that picture or whatever. You ever you see know, a, like they I, drive like a Toyota Camry, but they have a Lamborghini picture. You ever see? A, I think it was Bow Wow or one of those like those younger rappers. Yes. They posted like they're on their private jet, and then somebody posted the picture of them taking it like from Coach. Yep. Like I I agree. Social social media. It started off with such a positive com- concept. It was more about keeping in touch. And yes. that's what a lot of people still – a lot of people still use it for. Like I, I like keeping in touch with people, you know, birthdays and stuff like that. If the old people use it for that. Which is fine. Um, yeah. But it's weird because like once we started taking podcasting a little bit more seriously, we became very enthralled with – how it was used on social media. And when we first started podcasting, really it was just Facebook and Twitter. Like those those were your social media outlets. For those of you guys who don't know, we started the Multiverse Fan Cast maybe what, seven years ago? I think it's been more than it was that. Probably I mean Arrow and it was when Batman vs Superman came out. That was the year. So Yeah. So quite some time. We ended up taking a break for maybe about two, three years, and mm-hmm. which is ironic because we were living in the same house at the same time, and we just yeah, we'll literally <laughs> we had it all set up too. Like I think we set it up in my room at one point. Where, yeah, and we just took a break, and we never really jumped back in. We tried to jump back in for one episode, and the audio got corrupted after an entire like hour and a half of recording, and we were just and I like think that took the winds out of our sails. Oh my god, it sunk the ship. 
something to share. Yeah. But then we, during COVID, we, we really kind of rallied and that's how MF Uncensored came out. That's how Cinematic Adventures came out. Cinematic Adventures is now our highest rated show. Yeah. Which is crazy to think. Even funnier because I know Sean was dying to podcast and he, like he is, it's because of him that we get the episodes out. He's always, you know, texting like, all right, well, it, which is helpful for me because I'm so yeah. scatterbrained. But like, then we started doing interviews and we started doing this and then it turned into a big thing about social media and needing to put it out there because unfortunately podcasts are determined by their downloads. Yes. And it turned, it turned into a second job. Like I, as much as I hate influencers, quote unquote, I still have a lot of respect for them after having to do yeah. editing and scheduling and recording and all these things. Like it, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. Yeah. The thing with the influencers though, is like, that's all they do. Like they don't have another job. You know, they literally just go around, take pictures all day, post them, you know, set them up for the next week or whatever it is, you know, but so like to me like it's like eh, if that was my full-time job how i was making money just by taking pictures of myself or whatever okay but at the same time it's like they do stuff that's so unrealistic yeah so like the biggest thing is like traveling and stuff like that and and fa like you said yeah. fan it's all it's all a show it's all an illusion yeah. like producer melanie and i went to italy last year and we had a blast and like some of our pictures we we hung up some of our pictures around the house like she yeah. took a great shot of the coliseum but like we weren't taking those pictures to post. Like I think I only posted like three or four pictures from Italy. We we yeah. did it because like we wanted to cherish those memories, like yeah. like old weirdos. <laughs> you know, to gotta get my Polaroids out, and that's yeah. a lot different about how it is now. I mean, even look at relationships and how people interact with each other. I think modern media has has made that very different than it used to be. You know, you talked yeah. about the ease of communication and the ease of information. There's an old adage in the news where it's three things sell news, sex, violence, and the weather. Those are the three yeah. things. And the problem was when you used to have to rely on newspapers, you were constrained by how much you could put into a single newspaper at a single time. Yeah. And unfortunately, that adage is still true. Those are the things that sell and it's the, you know, the media and we're, we're not big can like we're not jumping into like the conspiracy theory bucket which just a, it's a proven statistical ronnie's shaking his head because i have <laughs> would you guys believe that i'm the one that's in charge of reigning ronnie in tonight just in case <laughs> he was gonna host i was like nope 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 nobody nope nope we'll but see we'll see, we'll, hmm, we'll see why is my microphone off <laughs> but anyway you know the media they're they're constantly pumping out bad things because it, it leads to clicks it leads to interaction yeah. doing doing the algorithms and the analytics for the shows is first it, when podcasts first came out it was just who, who was going to your website or who was just listening and then mm -hmm. it turned into well how long are they listening for when do they turn it off like do i tried to get into the youtube aspect of all this and my, my brain fried yeah be, because like it's what's your interactions what's this like our highest rated episode of any of our shows on YouTube with the most views is an episode we did of the Multiverse Fancast talking about the movie Sin City. How is that our highest thing? I, you, I can't even tell you I'm because exactly I, why because people thought they were sin. No, they thought it was. Sin. They thought they were looking at Las Vegas videos. Exactly. <laughs> but like, and even funnier, we do for YouTube, we just do our audio with a static image. And apparently that lowers our algorithm. People don't look for yeah. that. It's just super weird. Now, what do you think about modern mental health and well-being, though, with all this 
media exposure? So it's kind of like the same same thing almost. It's like, you know, you get the people that, <clears throat> like you said, like you go to Italy, right? And you posted a couple pictures, right? Mm-hmm. I know you didn't do it with the intention, but it's like, I look at it and I'm like, damn, I wish I was there, right? Yeah. And that like puts puts me in like a quote world like negative state because it's like, I wish I could be there, you know, like different things like that. So it's almost like that FOMO type of stuff. Or, you know, depending on your, you know, but what it could also do is be like, you know, when you see those people with the nice cars or the nice houses and it, it kind of gives you that drive to be like, yo, I want to be that person. I want that house. I want that car. And, and it could click for some people like, hey, I want that. What do I need to do to get like that? Not necessarily be that person, but get what they have. You know, mm-hmm. um, so it, it's kind of like it, it, it's kind of like one of those like it's got its negatives. That's the thing with media in general. When it comes to social media, it's it's kind of balanced. But when you're looking at media in terms of news, all it does is put negativity out there, like you mentioned before. Right. Everything on the news is what's wrong with the world today. What's going on with this? What's going on with that? And it just negative, 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 negative. And, you know, what we talk about this all the time, and I know you do too, and stuff like that. It's like the energy you put out is the energy you receive. That sounds right. Un- that sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> right. If you're surrounded by positivity, you're going to be positive. Mm-hmm. If you're surrounded by negativity, you're going to get negative. It's hard to be positive when you're surrounded by negativity. So that's the problem with, you know, I would say the quote unquote old school media, meaning like newspapers and, you know, news channels that you see on TV, but, you know, your new media has a little bit more positives because I can't tell you, I'll scroll through TikTok, I'll scroll through Instagram, Facebook, Reels, stuff like that. And I can't tell, like, a lot of times when I'm scrolling through, it's like, for example, law enforcement. Mm -hmm. A lot of the videos I see on social media, at least for me, is positive stuff that have happened with police officers but you watch you know news channel you know whatever right fox nbc you know cbs cnn whatever it's always these negative stories about the police officers Mm -hmm. you know or whatever so like it's it's weird that new media is a little bit more open and will show you like i would say like 50 50 right there are the negative videos you see but those are the same videos you see only on your news channels. You don't see positive stories on the news channels. So it's funny you say that because we mentioned the algorithms and stuff like that. Like I stopped using TikTok because my algorithm, like the default algorithm for a lot of these things is very, it's based risque. on, it's not even, it's, it is risque because that's what gets the most clicks until it starts getting yeah. like to know you, it's going to be the more inappropriate stuff. And I found yeah. myself just scrolling aimlessly through it. Like, Oh, 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 all right. Yeah. And it, it boobs, let, it let, ass, boobs, ass, boobs, ass. It, <laughs> Funny let, video. I know, right? And, you know, now now all my feeds are like, my Instagram Reels feed is all like Suits, Dragon Ball, like Spider-Man. Like it is just, <laughs> it is the the nerdiest and all a lot of like travel and marriage stuff because. Yeah, because well, your phone listens to you. Yeah, besides that. But also <laughs> those are the things that you like and the things that I send to my wife or I send to you guys. Yeah. Like we have, you know, we have our Instagram 
uh, meme chat that we're always, you know, yeah. kind of razzing each other in or sending funny things. But it's, I agree. Like if you turn on just the news, the news that is trying to attract the most amount of people, social media is just trying to keep you in. There's the, you ever yeah. see the documentary, the social dilemma on yes. uh, it? And it talks about like your algorithm, your devices get to know you and yeah. that's, and they're designed to keep you engaged for longer. And it yeah. goes back to like how, when I check my stats on Spotify, uh, for the podcast, it shows when people tune out and yeah. what, where, where that point is. So you look at the news though. I have a theory about the news. Have you watched the show heels with Stephen Amell? No, I have not. So we watch it and we're really into it. We're, we're really enjoying it, but the whole thing is about the storyline and the stuff mm -hmm. behind the scenes. And like we watched like young rock also, where they talk a lot about wrestling and yeah. I, I never watched wrestling as a kid, but now like with producer Melanie, I've really come to enjoy it because I like the show and I like yeah. it. And you know, the whole behind the scenes stuff, I firmly believe that most media companies have some sort of behind the scenes, like meeting where they're like, all right, this is, these are the things we're going to be working on. They like the, because you'll notice at time of recording, it's Tuesday, September 12th. Yesterday was a lot of, yeah, a lot of very, I, I'm trying to put this very delicately because I don't want to, I, I truly don't want to offend anybody on this one because it's a, it's a topic that I'm very passionate about. Yesterday was 9-11 and they made sure that every news story, I don't want to say was a feel good, but it was, it was a reminder of, yeah, you know, like how powerful we are when we're united type stuff. Yes. And there was no, there was a lot less on the, the sides. Right. Yeah. And I, that's what I want more. Like I, I don't want to, I don't want everybody to agree on everything. That would be boring as hell. We have 100%. our best debates like as friends about stupid things. Yeah. And we also know when we're pushing boundaries too far, like, yeah. and that's the problem. You're talking to somebody online. That's a faceless person. You don't know. You're going to say terrible things. I, I don't use the headset on uh, PlayStation anymore because people talk horrifically. Yeah. Like I had like an 11 year old tell, like uh, this is going back. This, this is going to date me a little bit. Assassin's Creed either two or brotherhood had multiplayer for the first time ever. And I remember I was really good at it, which is weird. Cause I'm not like a big multiplayer uh, kind of guy. Uh, Producer mm -hmm. Melanie loves call of duty and she's actually really good at it. Shockingly, <laughs> but she won't put on the microphone because of just the misogyny. Yeah. I won't put on the microphone because I'm not about to get into a verbal fight with an 11 year old who's telling me I'm cheating. Yeah. But he's using much more vulgar terminology to do it. <laughs> I was like, oh my yeah. God. If I, when I was a kid, if I talk like that, oof, oof. oh, yeah. Well, back, back to your point about the news channels, like kind of going, you know, backstage meetings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen the clip. I'm, sh I'm sure you have. It kind of went viral um, about. I forget what exactly they were talking talking about, but all the news channels had the same exact script, word for word, line for line, with the exception of obviously, my name is mm -hmm. insert name here, and it was literally like, I know they played it. Someone played it for Rogan on his show, um, and it literally was just a clip of like hundreds, if not thousands, of news like anchors doing the same story word for word, line for line. And it's just crazy because it's like, hmm. you know, it's, you know, from Kansas to Wyoming to New York, like every state's local and like national like news. like, And it was like word for word. It's crazy. So like it just goes to show that like, yeah, it's the same story 
being told, but there's it's a, and it's the same exact words. It's not like this person's take on it. Like there's no like real journalism to some of the stuff anymore. And that's another thing. We live in a world of content creation that yeah. people take as fact. Mm-hmm. So if I like, let's say, obviously Joe Rogan has one of the has the biggest podcast in existence. Like that's yes. that, that's a factual statement. There mm-hmm. are other amazing podcasts. I've never actually listened to Joe Rogan the podcast. I've listened to Joe Rogan occasionally, mostly clips. But he's got one of the biggest podcasts in the world, and that means he has a very devoted fan base. Yes. And unfortunately, we live in a time where a guy like Joe Rogan can say something on his show. And people take it as gospel. And I'm not saying that Joe Rogan fabricates anything. Like, again, I've never yeah. listened to a show, so I can't, I can't, you know, testify to anything. But you get a guy with that kind of audience and he says something, you have a lot of people that will take it as complete fact. And sometimes it turns into people just wanting to fight. And yeah. I mean, look at what was it? One of the Kardashian Jenner Jenner brood. She was doing the <laughs> the, the lip plumping challenge. Like yeah. where she would suck on the glass and like people were hurting themselves over it. Mm-hmm. Or you get like like a Logan Paul or something like that who's like doing stupid things online and people are emulating it or trying to, yeah. you know, replicate it. And that's why it's, it's very important for us. Like when we first started the show, we did look at other podcasts that we enjoyed and kind of determined, hey, like, is that the kind of if you listen to some of the early episodes of the Multiverse Fancast, it's very reminiscent of other podcasts at the time yeah. where we tried to cover so much at once and it just didn't work. Like it, yeah. was, it was good, but it was so much extra work that was just not needed. And it, it, there's no replay value to it, unfortunately. Yeah. It wasn't until we were just like, hey, let's just make our own schedule. Let's do our own thoughts. Let's do this. And then suddenly we turned into a different show. And, you know, even though Cinematic Adventures right now is doing the best out of our shows, all of our shows have seen a lot of good success. We've had a lot of really cool experiences. And it's a testament to the use of social media and media in general and just what happens when you really devote a lot of time to this. And unfortunately, burnout was the unexpected consequence. And you guys can see it at one point. But let's talk. Let's talk the, the topic. The topic that Ronnie presented to me because this is this is the 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 big one. All right. So, cancel culture. Cancel culture is something that is exceptionally new. It is something that has really been a part of the world. I'd say in the last five to ten years is where it really started to take off. Yeah. For those of you guys who don't know, cancel culture or canceling someone is when someone says something or does something of a highly offensive nature and the goal is to get them um, out of the public limelight, right? Yeah. So there are plenty of examples of it being used the right way. And then mm-hmm. there are just as many, if not more, examples of it being used in the wrong way. Yeah. So, oh boy, Ronnie, just just bear with me. Come on. All right. I got you. Don't worry. Okay. All right. So... Initially, cancel culture was designed to hold individuals accountable for their harmful actions. Like we mentioned, there are a lot of people like the Kardashians are famous for being famous. That's their tagline. That is their thing. They capitalized on this thing. And that's that was what started the modern revolution of people being like, hey, I can I could be famous for doing nothing. 
Yeah. Not to say that they have not done incredible things since. Like a lot of them are, are you know, they're business people. They're this. I like even Paris Hilton, who was one of the more viral stars <laughs> of our of the '90s. She turned herself into an actual business tycoon. Like, yeah. Say what you will. She put on a show for a long time, and people ate it up. And then it was like, nope, I'm actually much smarter than you think. And you're like, oh, look yeah. at that shit. So yep. the idea of cancel culture in itself is not a bad thing. But much like anything else when used the wrong way, it could be detrimental to someone mm-hmm. and for no reason whatsoever. Yes. Right? I, I hate to say because I don't have statistics. I don't have – and there, it's impossible to get statistics on something like this. Like how many people's lives were improved or ruined by cancel culture? I think it's safe to say that we can both start this conversation off completely with Ronnie and I are very much of the opinion that everyone should be treated equally and that everybody deserves certain human rights, like happiness, the, the right to pursue what you want to do. As long mm-hmm. as you're not causing harm to someone else, we don't really care what you're doing. We're pretty, we're, Ronnie and I are pretty open guys, like, but if you're an asshole, yeah. guess what? We don't like you and we have every right not to like you. Yes. But nowadays, if it's somebody famous and you don't like them, suddenly it's like, well, why don't you like them? And there, there are cases where even celebrities like turn on their fa- or tell their fans like, hey, you like calm, calm down. Yeah. Like fans are, are wild. And like, yes, Ronnie and I grew up in the, the, the more nerdy fandoms for the most part. But also Ronnie's a sports guy. Like, you know, yeah. the, if you were to go, what's your team again, Ronnie? I don't know. Which one? Football. For football? Let's go football. Jets. All right, so you're a Jets fan. If somebody showed up to a Jets game and they're wearing a Giants jersey, what? or here, I'll do even better. What if somebody goes to a Yankees game in Yankee Stadium wearing a Red Sox jersey? Oh, I'm going to be like, look at this fucking asshole. Yeah. Man. Now, if they're playing the Red Sox, that's a little different. Not playing the Red Sox. They're... Right? If they're playing any team, I'd be like, what the fuck is this asshole doing even better. wearing, it's wearing a... a Red Sox jersey? They're not even playing. It's the Subway Series. You know what I mean? Like, to me, like, like, like stuff like that. Like, again, I'm like, this asshole. You know? It just because may... it's like, it has nothing to do with what's going on here. You're just doing that to be an asshole yeah. and get that reaction from people. My, my favorite is the movie Eurotrip, where they go, where they're with the soccer team. And they go into, yep. I think they go, uh, I think they're in Berlin and they see like the one yeah. guy who's wearing his own national shirt. So they chase him down and probably pummel him. But yep. at the time that was really funny. Euro trip, yeah. Euro trip was funny. Still is funny. <laughs> so let's talk. Do you want to talk the positives or the negatives first? I'll, I'll let you pick. We can go with the positives because yeah, let's just go with the positives. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. I dare you. There's a lot more negative than positive. There it is. It's a shorter list. All right. So the biggest thing is the role that it does in shedding light on certain issues in our in our country, right? Yeah. There are things that I've never thought about as an issue. And that is attributed to a lot of things. It's attributed to me as a person. It's attributed to how I was raised. You know, like I'm the person I can't speak to women's rights because I'm not a woman. Like it's something as simple in terms of that, right? Easy, Ronnie. Easy. Thank God we're not doing video. The face Ronnie made. But it's like, I can't, I can't speak to the rainforest situation living in New York. Like, so for me, I've always been a very much like, 
if I don't, if it's not for me, I won't have, I shouldn't have a say in it, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. So one of the best things about social media and the idea of cancel culture is it does bring to light certain inequalities in our world that maybe we're not aware of. Say something. I mean, yes and no. I think positives first. Positive first. So <laughs> again, yes, it does it bring light to certain, you know, injustices or inequalities and stuff like that. Yes, it does do that, right? It kind of makes you more aware of different situations. Right. Yeah, that's all I got for positive. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be a tough one. This is gonna be a tough one. It is. I, I mean, because like to me, like that's all it that's all cancel culture does is be like and and to all right, I'm going to just start going with negative. No, no, uh, I got one more than I got let me do one more positive then before you <laughs> before you jump into it. All right, all right, all right, go. It does lead to certain accountability online. And that is something that we did talk about where people who have these large fan bases do have a responsibility to make sure that the information that they're presenting they like I'm a big fan of fact checking. Like we yeah. we do a show, we do a podcast about superheroes and I still on that show go I think it's this, but I'm, I'll check. Like I'll, yeah. I've said that on the air. Like I'm not entirely sure about this, but I'll check. Or if you guys know, let me know. Like that is a type of just accountability. And I think that cancel culture did lead to more and more people thinking, hey, maybe I should think before I talk. That's one of the first things you learn as a child. Think before you talk. Yeah. It is so easy in this social media world to just stomp your feet and yell, especially when you're emotional. Like when we do podcast episodes where we don't prepare at all, it tends to be a lot of loud noises and shaking hands. <laughs> but all right, that, that's my last positive. Go ahead. Right. Just, just go for it. All right. Ready for my rant? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it won't be a rant. Maybe it will. Who knows? See, one of my main issues with cancel culture is people are too sensitive okay. when it comes to certain things, right? So hot topic. Oh no. Trans right? Transgenderism. Okay. I'm not gonna say anything bad. If I do, it doesn't I don't mean any offense to it, right? If, if the one thing I can't stand with it is if I call you because that's what you look like to me. I don't know who you are, right? So if I look at Paul right now, if I never knew him, he's a man. If he doesn't identify as a man. He can't be mad at me and throw a tantrum because I called him a man. And that's what he looks like. Now, if he was like, oh, I'm a woman. If I knew he identified as a woman, right, I would refrain from saying he's a man. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, so, like, to me, like, that's where sometimes it gets too far. I know that doesn't happen all the time, right, where I call you a man and you start throwing a hissy fit. But it does happen. Hey, you look that way. I don't know you. I call you that. You tell me you're this, whatever. I might not agree with it. Maybe I do. But I will not say you're a man to your face kind of thing. Or you're a woman to your face, right? I will. That's one thing where it kind of gets a little too far for me. So I'll give it an easier to digest example. When we ran Tough Mudders pro- uh, proactively, like when for you, most of you guys remember, we did do an episode on Tough Mudder. 
and how long we've been doing that and kind of our stories. But th- we used to go everywhere to do them. And I think the yeah. furthest south we ever went was Virginia. Maybe Maryland. I don't know. I want Definitely Virginia, though. So we did Virginia, and we volunteered for one day. And all of the, especially the gentlemen down there, called our female teammates, ma'am. Like, yes. we would, you know, we'd give them water, we'd do this, and, oh, thank you, ma'am, and just keep going. Like, it, like it was nothing. And all the girls were like, why are they calling me ma'am? I'm not a ma'am. Because up in New York, and a little bit more northern, too, ma'am is more of like a an older generation greeting. Yeah. Like, you would say ma'am to an, to an, an, an older lady. Older. Yeah. So, we just explained, that's their culture. That's the way that they... They speak, mm-hmm. and it's not to be offensive. And I think that goes back to intention, right? Yeah. I do agree, Ronnie. I, I truly do. If I go up to somebody and I'm meeting them for the first time, and they're like, hey, my name is, you know, some, especially if it's like a very gender neutral kind of name, like there are yeah. plenty of names that, that both men, women, and anybody Damn. can use. Sam. Yeah. We'll go with Sam. And <laughs> hey, man, it's nice to meet you. Like that's a natural reflex for me. I say, hey, man, like if it's a man. And if they're like, oh no, I'm actually this and this cool. I'll do my best. I'm so sorry if, you know, it's not my intention. It's just habits. And that people should be okay with that. Like there's intention on both sides. There's an understanding on both sides. Mm -hmm. And it's also showing both people that there's an attempt to connect. I I hate to say like an attempt to educate because I, I feel like when you say I'm just trying to educate you, it makes me, fe- I feel like I'm getting talked down to. That's just, yeah. that's just me. That's a personal thing for me. But if somebody's like, hey, I'm just trying to connect with you. All right, cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, like, again, we live in this world where uh, there's a lot of different meanings to a lot of different things. And Ronnie and I grew up in the 90s where there was a lot less things. There were plenty of things. Yes. Plenty of things. But mm-hmm. I think it's just like if I go to, when we went to Italy last year, we had to be respectful of their culture. We were the guests there. Yeah. Or when I went to Korea years and years ago, we we took off our shoes when we walked into our college dorm rooms that we were staying in. Like that yeah. was part of the culture. That was just something to be expected. And mm-hmm. if somebody were like when we went to Korea, if somebody bowed to me and you didn't bow back, that was a that was a very disrespectful thing. Yeah. And I feel like the, I feel like at the end of the day, there's an amount of respect that everyone is is owed to start, and then your actions determine if there's less or more respect given to you. That's just my opinion. You yeah. know, like, I, I live, this is my life, this is how I live, this is what, how I was brought up, this is how I show respect. If you're not interpreting what I'm, show, what I'm showing as respect, as respect, tell me. And, and yeah. we will, I will do my best to, I never want to make somebody feel bad intentionally, unless they're yeah. a terrible person. Then in that case, like, Sorry, you. Yeah. This is you started neutral and then you worked your way down. I hate to yeah. say it, because well, that, that kind of goes along with like I know I th- I'm pretty sure it was like Kevin Hart. He got in trouble a couple of years ago because of something he said in like the early 2000s. Oh God, I hate it. It's like it's like all right. Back then, that was socially ex- acceptable to say what he said. Nowadays, it's frowned upon right right so like it's like they tried to cancel him and because of what he said like 20 years ago Hmm. it's like well back then that was okay now we know it's not you can't with like certain movies right the 
language they use or the jokes they make, right? Back then in the early 2000s, the 90s, the 80s, 70s, right? Whatever. Back then, that was the time. That was okay to do. Now, to a certain extent, right? It's always been bad to say. There are certain words you will never hear come out of my mouth. Exactly, right? That is different. But saying some other words that now are quote unquote bad words to say mm-hmm. back then weren't right you know and and what cancel culture does is they flip words to make them bad like let's say the r word right a very if, common if a up, commonly used vernacular yeah the definition of it just means slow it doesn't mean a person you know, with any challenge, it means slow, right? So a car could be that word, right? I'm not going to say it. I know Don't you're worry. not going to say it. Say I'm it. not I'm just, just keep it an eye. Just like I said, eye. I know better than to say those words, right? On a podcast. But look at, look at the F word, the three letter F word. Oh yeah. Yeah. I right? had to go through my head. You, like which one? <laughs> you go over to England and that word means cigarette, mm-hmm. right? So, like, obviously, if I'm an American and I use it in a different way, right? Right. Obviously, I'm not talking about a cigarette. You know what I mean? So, like, th- there there's certain words that cancel culture kind of flipped and made bad, even though they technically don't have a bad meaning. It's just, like you said, it's the intent, the way you use that word could be offensive mm-hmm. you know like the r word i'm sure when you were younger oh yeah. at least you know we, we said that it was socially acceptable to say that word amongst friends right if you're making fun of a person like that that's different than like us talking and being like oh that was that you did that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like <laughs> there's a there's a saying it's i'm gonna paraphrase it it's you can instill the values of today on this on like the stories of yesterday like we you know there's a lot of talk about what the founding fathers envisioned for our country and how it was back then versus how it is now and you can't take you can't look you can't have the benefit of 2020 hindsight when you're looking at something like it, it sucks and i have no problem if like i'm watching like we'll go back to euro trip euro trip uses the r word twice and I have no problem if you if watching it on cable TV now, it's it censors it. I have no problem with that. Okay, yeah, because I, I understand where the views are different. I am very different than I was twenty years ago, mostly because yeah. I was fifteen, right? And I probably said some dumb things. Everybody did when they were younger, but it's how I, I think it's how I hold myself now. That like how I'm inter- We are very focused on the the digital footprint, the things in the past. Yes. And for me, it's I think it's important that we look at where we are now so we can build a better future. And yes, exactly. keep, again, I have no problem with accountability. I really, really don't. Like, you know, no. I sometimes say stupid stupid things. My wife is the first person to be like, hey. And sometimes I need that and vice versa. Like, you know, same yeah. thing like Ronnie and I have different life experiences. Very different. And there are sometimes he or I will say something and the other's like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> We'll, yeah. we'll keep. We'll make a fun metaphor. I don't yeah. know shit about sports. I watch the commercials and I get a beer. That is what I do during sports. 
I'm not going to be the one who's sitting there going, well, this team sucks because this, like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, here's a, here's an even more fun example. We did a Three Stooges episode for Cinematic Adventures recently. And Sean is super passionate about the Three Stooges. It's like his favorite comedy troupe. And yeah. I made sure to do my research on them before I spoke to him about it. Just as a, just, just mm-hmm. to, to be a good person. So for me, I think be smart be informed. Don't, don't be an asshole. Like that's, that's really at the yeah. end of the day, just don't be an asshole. Like, and that goes on both sides of that culture. Right. Exactly. Like you said, like, like as long as, again, as long as you don't take cancel culture too far and you also don't do it to be an asshole. Right. Mm-hmm. If you say something to be an asshole, that's different than slipping up or There's- like talking amongst each other. You know what I mean? Like that's not meant to be out in the world. You know, you know, different things like that where and it's also that you also need to make sure that you're like you said, you do your research just because you see something on the news doesn't mean it's right, especially nowadays. You know, you know, whether it's the news or from this social media influencer or this celebrity or that celebrity or whatever, like you you need to do your research on the topics before you come up with an opinion. Okay, that's fair. I, I agree. So we would love to hear you guys' thoughts. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope that we were at least able to to connect as I as I used before. Like it's about connecting. It's not about we're not telling you what's right, what's wrong, and this and that, but like it's about connecting. It's about just having a having a freaking conversation. <laughs> so if you guys want to have a conversation with us, you can find us on all of our social media. I'm also gonna pin Ronnie's home address and phone number on this because this was his idea. But you can find us. I would love to hear all your thoughts and words. No, send it to themisfitfaction at gmail.com. We haven't plugged the email in quite some time. You can also find us on all of our social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Just type in MF Uncensored or The Misfit Faction. Odds are you'll find some of our stuff. Make sure you cancel cancel culture. God, shut up, Ronnie. But (laughs) that is going to wrap us up for today. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Hey guys, it's Paul, and the Misfit Faction is looking for your help. We are trying to grow not only our network, but also grow our brands, and the best way to do that is if you guys are looking to start your very own podcast. Maybe you guys have been listening to us for a while. Maybe it's something you guys have always wanted to do, but you're not sure how to get started. If you go to podbean.com slash Misfit Faction, you guys will get a month of free podcasting on us. That is a gift from us. So make sure if you guys are looking to start your own show, you reach out to us and go to podbean.com slash Misfit Faction. Also, maybe you guys have your own online business or service. That you're always looking to grow, and advertising is a very big part of that. If you guys go to sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfitfaction, you guys can get $100 worth of free advertising, again, as a thank you from us to you guys. That's sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfitfaction.